0: Hi everyone, hope you're enjoying your week. This is Dr. V, host of the Aspire Premed Podcast. As we navigate the beginning of this year's application season, we've been revisiting some prior episodes that could be really useful. And of course, even if you're not applying this year, you could still take something meaningful away from these episodes. Today we revisit a show from December 2022, which I hope you'll find helpful wherever you are in your pre-med journey. So without further ado, I give you this week's revisited episode, Making Your Med School List. Hello, happy holidays to everyone celebrating. Welcome back to Aspire Pre-Med. I'm your host, Dr. V. It's definitely not uncommon in the holiday season to hear about making a list and checking it twice, and that inspired today's episode also about making a list, but this time it's more about the list of med schools to which you could apply. I know we're only in December, but believe me, time flies, especially if this is your application year. And even if it isn't, it's absolutely worth exploring this early on too. So let's get to it. Um, I've personally always been of the mindset of casting as wide a net as possible, right? You know, why not leave as many doors open as you can because you never know, Theoretically, in an ideal world, what's to stop us from applying to every single medical school? Well, the answer uh, is at least twofold. One, it's costly. Applying to med schools is an expensive undertaking financially. And there are no guarantees that you're necessarily going to get a return on that financial investment. And secondly, even if money were no object, it's still a huge expenditure of time and energy. So really, the financial and energetic burdens of applying to med school are the rate-limiting steps. We can't apply to an unlimited number of schools because of those limitations. So that means we have to be selective about how many schools we apply to and to which ones. This requires careful thought and consideration, and it's a very personal decision as to what is your realistic maximum. What works best for you? I've seen a number of different numbers reported online as to how many applications a typical applicant puts out. You know, oftentimes I see those numbers kind of ranging somewhere in the mid to high teens, something like that. But I don't necessarily want to give a magic number here because again, this is a really personal decision. There are so many things that factor into it. I would, however, definitely encourage you to talk about this with an advisor. Now, once you decide on how many How do you go about choosing which ones? There are so many things to take into account, as I've said, and I know I say this from time to time. My background is the MD allopathic path, so everything I'm talking about is from that framework. Definitely speak to a DO mentor if you're interested in that path. But when it comes to a U.S. MD-granting medical school... Chances are you're going to get a great medical education. So in many ways, that variability from school to school, that is what distinguishes one school from another, is much more subtle than it was when you were looking at colleges, for example. So what I used to tell med students when they were applying to residency programs, because this is kind of analogous, is that it's so easy to get overwhelmed when you're just looking at programs without a framework, right? After a while, things kind of blend together and it gets really confusing. I tell them instead of first focusing on the program, turn it inward and focus on you. Ask yourself, what are the top three things that are the most important to you in a program or in your case in a medical school? For some people it's location, for others it's exposure to research opportunities, for others it's access to mentorship, Uh, it's exposure to a field of interest. You know, from a med school perspective specifically, it could be cost, right? Maybe it's significantly more expensive to go to one school versus another. It could be finding a school mission statement that resonates with you and so on. There are so many things to consider. So try identifying your top three priorities. It could be four priorities or five, but you see what I'm saying. Establish a framework for yourself. Once you do that, it becomes a lot easier to create a list with focus. By the way, there's this really neat article put out by the AAMC entitled, Ignore the National Rankings and Make Your Own School List. And the first line reads, quote, The AAMC always encourages students to ignore national rankings when putting together their school lists, end quote. I really like that. There are so many things to take into account, so choosing a place where you feel you can thrive is really the name of the game. The thing about med schools, as I've mentioned before, is that in terms of the content you cover, it's pretty standardized, but different schools approach teaching a little differently. I didn't realize this actually when I was applying, and looking back, I'm grateful that I ended up in a school that had a teaching style that worked really well with how I learned. For example, I went to a school that was more lecture-based, which I loved. We did have some small group sessions, but really the information was mainly conveyed in a lecture setting. I knew someone who was med school taught mainly through PBLs, or problem-based learning settings, in which they were in small groups and would learn the material by going over cases together. Very different approaches, but at the end of the day, you're going to learn what you need to learn regardless, because you're going to be studying a ton after class anyway. But I'm just highlighting this as an example of how medical schools can, can differ. For me, this is a little bit of a small difference, but for someone else this may be a really important factor. I want to introduce you to an amazing tool to help guide this process by the way. It's put out by the AAMC and it's called the MSAR because acronyms. <laughs> MSAR stands for the Medical School Admissions Requirements and it is super helpful. It's this searchable database that provides you with really granular information about specific medical schools, statistical information like their matriculants, median MCAT scores or GPAs, tuition and costs, and that includes the cost of the secondary application to... Um, how many students go there, what's their mission, do they accept out-of-state applicants, what's the instruction style like, all sorts of incredibly detailed information that can help you get a better sense of a school and whether what they offer jives with what you're looking for and what you're prioritizing. It's helpful too, I think, to look through the statistics to see where you fall in that. Now, remember that the data presented are medians, But they also show a bit of the range, so they'll show their median MCAT score, but also the range between their 10th and 90th percentiles. Certainly there are people who are outliers who make it in. But I think it's helpful in a general sense to see where you stand, as long as you understand that these numbers don't necessarily paint the full picture, though they're not unimportant either. So I'm not going to give advice about what the magic cutoff is as to whether you should or shouldn't apply to a school. And in many ways, depending on where you fall here, your decision to apply to a certain school may depend on how risk averse you are. You may even decide after doing this legwork that maybe you stand to benefit from taking a gap year to boost your GPA, or you may decide the opposite, that you're ready. You've identified the schools at which you could see yourself thriving and really go for it. I truly recommend running this by an advisor or mentor who knows you well. It's often helpful to get those perspectives. And big picture, you really want to put in the work into thinking about this sooner rather than later because it does take some time. But once you do it, it's really exciting. Somehow this step for a lot of students makes it feel more real. It's really cool and motivating in its own right. So with that, I wish you lots of luck in making your list and checking it twice. There is so much to look forward to. And if you're enjoying Aspire Premed, spread that positivity and share the podcast with a friend. Until next time, I wish you all a wonderful and beautiful new year, and I'll see you in 2023.